Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm your host, Craig Picorni, here with Hall of Fame coach Alan Picorni. We're going to kick it off after a couple weeks hiatus here and uh, update everybody on some Badger wrestling. Um, as always, you can shoot us an email or shoot a direct message over Twitter or come talk to us and we'll answer any questions uh, on the show if you have. And we actually have one this week. Um, first to kick it off, as I said, we're back after a little pause. Uh, we had a little pause on team activities. Uh, I'll let you discuss what you wanted to say on that real quick. Uh, yeah, this is our Christmas edition, I guess. Yeah, Christmas edition, po- dropping this on Christmas Eve so everybody can listen tonight while they're doing we're, stuff under the, with the around, tree. Around or? the tree and near the... the uh, uh, Fireplace and all that stuff. Anyhow, um, yeah, there was a little pause in our team activities, and uh, uh, you know, I've been updating as much as possible through email to parents, and that's uh, the most important thing there. Um, not a lot on that, but uh, sometimes it's easier just to explain it than to uh, uh, email it out. But uh, um, you know, it's no surprise. You know, everybody knows about it, so it's not like we're hiding anything. But uh, you know, we did have a, a case that showed up in a room, um, you know, with one person with a positive and, and uh, had went home. And uh, he had actually recovered and came back. And then we had two more uh, pop up um, within a 14-day period that uh, uh, created the, the shutdown. And that's kind of, what, from what I understand, that's kind of what the school is deciding to do with activities. And not just us, you know, they had a... Uh, middle school basketball had the same thing happen. Had to pause activities uh, before Thanksgiving, and there they, was had, all- they had one in the elementary, the Pine Creek Elementary. They had to pause uh, a classroom for a week or ten days. Right, and and so uh, this is kind of what the the school is is planning on doing uh, to keep kids in school. They're not going to shut down school. This when cases pop up, they they. Uh, uh, you know, may shut down for uh, whatever time period. It's ten days from the last contact. Um, you know, hopefully stop any type of potential spread. And um, you know, like I said, we had three pop up there. That, you know, we almost made the fourteen days, but not quite, and and that's what caused it. Um, you know, at that time, uh, didn't couldn't really connect the dots between the three because they were all in. You know, we uh, we do. Uh, Russell and pods so they help prevent any type of spread or anything and um, have several protocols in place too. Uh, you know I guess even coming into the room before they get into the room they have to fill out a questionnaire and, and based off that questionnaire if a red flag pops up they're required to go to the trainer and see the trainer that's that uh, you know the athletic trainer that's also trained in in recognizing these symptoms and whether they should uh, go home or or uh, they're able to continue to practice. So, um, plus we got other preventive measures as much as possible uh, with a air filtration unit in the room, um, and uh, so uh, you know we're doing as much as we can as, as possible. We have, we uh, require our guys to wear their masks at all times until we wrestle, because it's pretty much impossible to wrestle with a mask on. Uh, and really not doing any good on because it's being knocked off and everything else. And so it's 
basically useless anyhow at that point but uh, uh doing the best we can um but like i said i started saying that uh, uh those three first ones is that you really couldn't connect the dots they were in different parts of the room different levels um and even just guys that uh, uh you know different grades that didn't even actually all three were in three different grades um and uh so you know not somebody that they normally hang with and so it was difficult to connect any kind of dots there and probably just bad luck but uh when the kids went home they uh asked them they either could uh quarantine for 10 days um if they don't test uh if they do take a test they'd be back in school in seven um just about everybody tested to get back in school quicker um uh, but a couple more popped up positive some uh uh and really didn't even have symptoms, but uh, uh, they did show up, and you can kind of start looking at, yeah, this might be connecting some dots here or something. So um, if anything, the protocols we put in place uh, stopped any kind of spread, um, you know, and, and so hopefully we got this completely under control, and um, and going forward, uh, you know, nothing happens in the room. Uh, we, we've been pretty lucky. Uh, we started July 1st when the NSA or the, the state, actually the, the governor allowed contact uh, sports. Um, started the summer with summer activities, trying to catch up from all the camps we missed, um, doing whatever we could within the rules of the NSA. And uh, um, we we're pretty active throughout the, you know, the through July and uh uh, even through the fall, all the way up till school or till wrestling practice started, and even that first uh, three weeks. Um, so it was we had zero act, zero problems before that, and then just all of a sudden things start happening. Um, and uh, so hopefully we can finish out the year. Um, you know, hopefully everybody's careful and you know, over these holidays and and doesn't get exposed to anything, or if they do, they they take care of themselves and keep, you know, away from the team or whatever until we get that into where sure that everything's okay um, and not have to have any more pauses. So that's kind of the quick explanation of everything. Uh, we're looking at uh, some possible changes in practice. I'm pretty sure we will. Uh, coming up here, most likely that change will come right after the Badger duels. Uh, just because we got things we want to do together as a group. And um, I guess what what our plans are uh, to help uh, uh, prevent any more type of spread or, or uh, full team pause is, is uh, um, split the room into half and, and uh, one group. Uh, we actually have two rooms we're in this year because we're spread out. They allowed us to spread out more because of this. And, and we can close the door between the groups, and and uh, we have two separate practices. Uh, not the way I like to do it, but uh, it may be something necessary for this year. Uh, and I think at that point, it's probably not going to hurt us too much, uh, you know, the growth of, of anybody, because I, I think we're through most of the, uh, what I call like our offense and defense installation, that uh, um, from here on out, it's, it's more developing and, and uh, uh, drilling and and improving on what we've shown and, and showing new things here or there kind of depends on 
their experience level. But uh, uh, so that might help, um, you know, keep from a complete team shutdown that, you know, just maybe one of the rooms and, and hopefully uh, we don't have anything at all. Um, like I said, we've went about five months with nothing um, and then suddenly had uh, three things happen in, in a short period of time. But uh, uh, it's also we're more concentrated too right now during the wrestling season. So that that's, you know, it, it's more likely to happen if it's going to happen now. But uh, um, just be careful now over the holidays and let's get through this. And um, once we get past Badger Duels, we only got about six weeks left in the season. Uh, so we, we can't have anything uh, shut down or that really affects us a lot. Well, and really six weeks, but postseason starts that first weekend of February now, so we've only got one month until it really matters, and if you're out that first week, you're done. So Right, yep, that's that's right. I mean, it's yeah, you really got to be careful here on out. Um, we always say it goes by – super fast and once we get past uh christmas break and this year's gonna seem like it even more because yeah it's uh, sub district starts a week earlier and and uh so um we just gotta uh, gotta be smart um you know and what we're doing as far as wearing masks outside of uh you know it, outside of the school and everything and um also what who you're hanging out with and these are things we talk to the kids about too and um you know, and families kind of help out in that area uh, so that we don't have this come up again. And um, so anyhow, you know, if that's I think we've covered about everything on that that uh, we could cover. Um, go into right into the next thing, Craig. Yeah. There you uh, go. All right. Getting it, had more. Getting the competitions back up and going. I mean, we had two. Two practices, and then I uh, had a one-versus-two duel with Beatrice, and I guess even my voice is kind of needs to get back into the groove of things because it's uh, seeming like usually the first duel, which it's normally the first duel anyways, my voice is a little scratchy afterward, and, well, here we go, just a little later than normal. So, um, yeah, one-versus-two with Beatrice, I guess. We had a lot of JV matches to start, so, and then... You know, we got started just shortly after seven, I think. So, uh, yeah, my voice isn't too scratchy, so I don't know what your problem is. You gotta quit yelling like a crazy man out there, like one of the Brands brothers, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, actually, I yeah, the same thing happens to me a lot of times when we start the season off. But uh, I was I was kept my voice in shape by uh, we. Uh, during our pause, we actually continued uh, with uh, uh, Google Classroom workouts, and so I was doing a lot of instructing through that. Uh, and, and as it turns out, I think that helped us a lot more than I expected. Um, I, I felt overall, uh, you know, in our, our dual Beatrice, both JV and Varsity, um, I guess my concern going into it was, uh, well, there's two things. Number one, our technique is, you know, we're, we're, we only had uh, one invitational and the JV had one event that, uh, um, you know, we're still real rusty. And that, and that event was two and a half weeks ago, pretty much, that uh, uh, our technique's going to be rusty. And there were some things I felt that uh, had we had uh, um, competition 
those two weeks, it, we would have been uh, uh, much better off in this duel and, and uh, possibly even won the duel. But uh, um, but uh, the other part I was worried about was was a conditioning side, uh, you know, with no activity in, in 10 days. And, um, you know, you tend to start losing your conditioning and, um, you know, but uh, and we had just gotten to the point where normally I would feel that we're uh, fully in shape at competition because usually it's about the time just before Boys Town, that week of Boys Town, when I feel we finally uh, reach the conditioning we need to for competition-wise. Um, we got there, and, uh, you know, for most guys, there's a few that had to uh, quarantine for other reasons. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and those might have been a little bit behind yet, but uh, overall, the ones that were there the whole time, I thought we were there. Um, so I was worried about losing those 10 days, what was going to happen. And, and uh, you know, you can't replicate wrestling uh, you, over a, a Google Classroom or a virtual workout. Um, but we did some things to get them tired, as tired as we could, and, and uh, uh, shadow wrestling and, and other stuff to uh, help out there. So that seemed to help at least bridge the gap. Uh, I'm not sure we're back in full competition shape, but... Uh, problem is we take another five days off it and and just so it's clear is during the the uh, team activity break we can still work with the kids over you know the google classroom like like we did but uh, during this moratorium this is totally different this is nsa uh, requirement we can't have any contact at all with the athletes and uh, you know no matter what sport it is and and they can't even have any they can't even show up at the school to to lift on their own um you know obviously they need someone to supervise but they couldn't have like coach mimic show up to open the weight room and they go and work out i mean they can't be in the building they can't uh, we can't have any activity with them so um you know they're totally on their own right now to do workouts and we can't give them some instructions what they sh should do these next five days if, if at all possible and so hopefully we uh you know don't fall too far behind because 10 days off then then three days of working out then another five days off that's that's still a lot of time off um you know so i start getting worried there but uh so um anyhow let's see oh, one other thing real quick i just thought i knew i was think, thinking something real quick about the uh quarantine you know with the current situation now this year we have um we had a lot of kids at quarantine even before our our break that uh, uh, you know where they were just at lunch with somebody uh, that that person tested positive all of a sudden they they had to quarantine and uh, you know or hanging out with somebody on the weekend and things like that those are things that we just gotta you know reinforce and we talked to kids about this and and reinforce it um, uh, just can't we we need to watch that for the next several weeks maybe we don't shut the team down but if if you're as an individual uh eating lunch with somebody and all of a sudden they're positive and you have to sit out uh a week and some competition or whatever that's uh you know you're you personally lose that so we don't want to see that either um you know i don't know maybe it's something you just maybe you just eat by yourself or something or or we say eat with the other wrestlers or something but and hopefully the wrestlers keep themselves healthy. But try staying in a you know your circle tight and and keep a bubble around yourself as much as you can the next 
few days. But all right, let's go back to the duel. It's, that's right. enough of that other stuff. Well, kicked it off. Like I said, uh, based on the, I think the only duel rankings out there is a one versus two. And uh, kicked it off really right away with very similar uh, one versus three uh, at 132. AJ has taken on uh, top rated Drew Arnold. Yeah. Beatrice. Well, let's let's go real back real quick about JV. I want to cover some of there. Okay. Um, you know, because those guys are extremely important to our team and and stuff. And uh, maybe you want to cover it later, but I figured I'd start off because that's the order we we kind of went in. But okay. uh, um, but uh, yeah, at what you're saying is right. The the NSWCA is the only one that does the dual rankings. Um, they had us number one and. Beatrice number two and and uh, you know and it that's the way we felt we're at because uh, you know our, we're finished third in the state last year in duels and really felt that uh, we were on the wrong side of the bracket and we we're probably the second best team in the state and uh, you know and Hastings had graduated enough and and uh, that uh, and we graduated some but we also have some uh, quality coming in and and uh, we may have. You know, by the end of the season, we have, may have as much or more depth than last year. Um, we just need to get the guys up to state medal level to to, to help us in the individual tournament. But uh, so we feel we're the best dual team, and and kind of tough to start off. Um, our first duel uh, of the season with very little competition against a team that's probably got uh, fifteen plus matches, and and they they have. Uh, I think close to ten duels in already. Um, you know that's that's a tremendous amount of experience and and wrestling a state basically a state championship type of duel. So uh, uh, you know I was very concerned coming in, but I guess we'll go a little bit over some of these JV. I I was real pleased um, with the JV uh, watching them wrestle because uh, obviously Beatrice is a, is a great team, and anytime you have a great team with with depth like they do um you know that trickles down into the jv too and and uh we really uh, wrestled them very well we won uh a lot of a lot of matches and uh, um i thought we really pretty much controlled that duel or the, the jv matches now uh, there's unofficial score on that and we don't normally keep scores for jvs but track wrestling automatically does it uh you know but if you look at the score it is 45 21 and and uh you know so we more than doubled their score uh you know that's not necessarily a fair assessment always of uh, because these aren't uh all set weights you know we're uh we're matching up kids so we may you know we're not setting up where one per weight class type of thing that would be really the fairest way if you want to do a duel but anyhow, so but it does show that we we wrestle well. I was real happy with with that, uh, and you know, and uh, just kind of going through these here. They're I don't know if they're in order or not, but uh, um, Landon Holiday got a win. That was good to see uh, a young freshman, uh, you know, with very little experience, go out there and get a win. Um, Luke Wid Woods come out, got a pin. Uh, Dawson also got a Dawson Frost got a pin also, and I thought his kid was looked pretty pretty good, and and um, so it was good to see Dawson go out there and and uh, uh, get the pin, and 
Uh, Gavin um, also had a quality wrestler too that uh, went out and got a win too, and um, and then Walker Bacon goes out and gets a pin with about four seconds left. It looks like based off the mm-hmm. results. So, uh, but he had dominated that match too, and and that was good to see. Uh, so I watched Logan Vanacek's match. Um, you know, it really actually he lost a close one, but I, I was actually pretty pleased seeing him wrestle uh you know he you'd say i'd say he's still fairly inexperienced in 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 wrestling yet and and uh he was doing some good things and and a couple things do different um you know he's going to win that match uh you know i think by end of the season if they would wrestle again i think he would win Uh, he just needed more experience and and that's where you know the last being off the last uh several days and not getting competition may have hurt uh, for hurt him and but uh, you know but still pleased to see he he wrestled well and and uh, uh, some easy things to fix there that uh, you know he, he's going to beat win those matches later on um, you know Drew Husky and and uh, Nico Aldridge both had some couple tough matches uh, Drew looked real good for a while and then kind of got caught and pinned there but uh, uh, you know but uh, those guys were in there battling and um tristan keezer goes out and gets a pin and um and then uh estefano rivera he's you know brand new to the sport just learning and and uh uh you know he lost his match but uh then we then we had joey matlin goes out there wins a uh one zero nail biter uh of a match and and so uh close match all the way uh but he pulled out the win there and that was good to see um and uh kale kaufman uh, another freshman for us uh, uh one of our upper weights prior one of our future heavyweights uh i'd say the future heavyweight after uh jake steyer is gone um he goes out and gets a 11 to 6 victory and i you know i didn't see his match personally but i did see some of it uh you know, on on huddle, watch some of it, and I like some things he was doing on in that match, and and uh, you know, and and how he was being offensive and, and really shooting, and just need to learn to, to finish some of those moves, and and uh, uh, but uh, I'm sure he will over the next couple of years, and and uh, also we'll be able to help him there. Uh, and then the last one I have listed here is Connor Wood got a pin too, um, so. Uh, really pleased with our JV. I thought uh, conditioning-wise, for the most part, we we looked okay. And um, uh, there are some cases where, yeah, guys look a little tired. But uh, you also could tell those are the guys that uh, had missed more for uh, either an injury or or uh, uh, been out quarantined beyond what the normal team was. So uh, very happy with that to see um, – you know, JV wrestling well, because uh, like I say, they're they're a very important part uh, of our team. They're not only our future in most cases, but uh, uh, they're also uh, you know the present. As far as we, some of those guys are some of those guys are wrestling, or they could easily make varsity. They there's there's about uh, I'd say at least three, four, maybe five weight classes we have that are are extremely close in the wrestling room that can go either way um, throughout the season. Um, 
and uh, so uh, we need to get those JVs experience um, and uh, uh, so they can continue to develop and and, uh, and and that way if they win the varsity spot they're ready to step in and with uh, uh, you know no no drop off at all um, and another thing they do is when they're pushing guys that much they're also making the varsity guy better uh, you know which uh, strengthens our team so um, good to see um, you know those guys do very well all right so now we can get on to the varsity portion um, yeah we started off with the uh, you know, if we were, we were picking a match that we'd finish with, that's probably what we should have done. Um, normally what uh, we do for duels, uh, the official and the coaches, they draw a number and, and uh, draw a weight class, and that's the weight class we started. So it's a random draw, um, and 132 is picked. So that's where where we start the duel at. Well, it uh, really started in the, in the strength of their lineup. Uh, you know, 132... Up through about 182 is, for the most part, where they're where they're strongest and. Yes, and and I noticed that too that 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 wasn't a good place for us to start as far as, Man, uh, in a duel that, you know and uh, but, uh, you know if it, we can if we really want to if both coaches agree we can set a certain weight that we start at so you end up with the feature match and maybe that's what we should have done and I I don't know, but. Uh, um, I guess we end up doing it. And actually, I wasn't even there when they drew. I, not, I was a little surprised because usually um, they get the head coaches around the official and they draw. And, and I, he must have done it with one of the assistants. I, I don't know. But uh, um, I was yeah. like, okay, let's whatever. Well, oh, you did it, Craig. Man, you, you should have picked better. Yeah, I picked bad. It was a random pick. You know, so I drew out of a hat, basically. All right. Well, like so drawing now, cards now we know who to blame. Picked a, the wrong card, apparently. <laughs> so, but yeah, we went into strength of the lineup, and and I knew that was going to be rough. And the one thing you worry about that is sometimes when teams get on a roll, um, you know, they start building confidence, and and the the matches that are toss up start going their way, and because of the the confidence they have and so i was you know i was kind of worried about that and you know and and you know and that kind of added on top of the all the other stuff with with us having one competition and no duels and them having uh probably at least 10 duels now or more um so uh um but we had to wrestle and so i started off with drew arnold who's uh, uh he's either ranked number one or number two in in all the polls and and uh, AJ's uh, ranked anywhere from three to I think either five or six. And six, I, yeah. So six. Um, I don't know whoever that does that poll are crazy, but anyhow, um, that's why we wrestle on the mat, I suppose. But uh, so a very tough match. Um, a lot of times when I go into duels, well, all the time I go into duels, I I uh, I guess I kind of analyze the duel itself, match by match, and and. Uh, predict the outcome on it mostly so that i i can take a look to see if there's any kind of strategy you want you want to to do to move around because um, uh, uh we'll we'll want to we'll, we'll move kids around sometime up or down well not really down but up and then maybe bring in a, a backup or something uh 
you know, because we're, we're trying to attack their weakness and where we can maximize our points, um, you know, and, and it's probably a little harder for us this year than normal just because uh, we just don't have uh, very many weaknesses at all in our in our lineup. So it's it's hard to take a good wrestler out to put another good wrestler in. No, I guess and it's usually not a bad problem to have. It's not a bad problem, <laughs> I guess. It's a good problem to have, but... Uh, so there may be less moving around this year than in the past, but uh, uh, it doesn't mean that we we won't look. And so I looked at this and and uh, you know whether and I, I tried to consider whether whether we move AJ off of that and give you know give up six rather than three, you know assuming that he would pin our backup and, and AJ would move up, but then AJ would move up into a state champion, um, you know, and maybe AJ wins that, maybe not. You know, and uh, you know, so uh, I just finally decided it's not worth it. Plus, it's good for AJ to see uh, Drew Arnold and anyhow ahead of time for down the road. Um, and I felt that moving up wasn't going to help us; it would only hurt us more than anything. So, uh, wrestled it. Uh, you know, start off pretty even match. Nobody was scored a takedown. And, I uh, chose down. AG doesn't get turned too often, uh, if ever. But, uh, you know, Arnold p- picked up a little tilt, got a little tilt on him, got a couple points. And ironically, it was something we just worked on in our team just the day before. But, uh, um, you know, those tilts, they're, you know, they if you got a guy that's a good tilter, they can score a lot of back points, and they're, and they're tough. And, you know, because they'll hit those tilts out of, out of nowhere and, all of a sudden, you're you're on your back for a two count. And you're giving up uh, near fall points, and and uh, that's kind of what happened there. And um, and but AJ kept battling, and uh, you know, and got a takedown late, and was trying to turn, but uh, time ran out, and ended up losing six to three. Um, you know, if, if if that's the state champ, and he's six to three, we're not that far away. Just. Uh, you know, especially with the break we had, maybe maybe this match is closer if we didn't have such a break. That, uh, you know, and, and I don't know, I don't want to use that as an excuse all the time because, um, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. And uh, I know Beatrice isn't, uh, uh, you know, going to give us any uh, leeway on that and don't care that we had time off. Uh, so, uh, but anyhow, so AJ lost it close one uh, against a very good opponent and and it was good to see him because now now we could be more aware of of those tilts Uh, you know aj be ready for it and next time he doesn't get it if it's if he doesn't get that tilt it's a it's a four to three match and all of a sudden now um you know maybe aj cuts him late and and gets another takedown to to send it overtime and get the win but uh, uh so um Good to see that match so for for down the road, um, and also kept them from getting a pin and an extra points. Um, and then 138 Hunter Anderson's going up against the state returning state champ. Um, you know, tough match for him. Uh, you know, he he battles in there and, and ends up giving up a, a second period pin. But um, yeah, I thought he wrestled overall. Uh, you know, fine. I mean it. You know, I'd like to see him uh, battle those guys a little bit better. But, uh, uh, you know, he's just the kid's a state champ. And, and 
you know, and Hunter's still still working on his technique and, and stuff like that. Um, then uh, at 145, uh, Johnny Williams um, get, gets us on the board finally uh, with a pin, and and uh, you know Johnny's uh, he one of those guys that's uh, really talented and didn't wrestle with us last year, you know, and and had to quarantine earlier in the year and just not getting a lot of practice time yet so but uh, uh when he does I, I he's he's got a lot of natural talent and and potential that we're really excited about and and uh so i was really glad to see him go out there and get a pin um you know the point he had wasn't too bad he uh did catch him in the in in the beginning and put him on his back and pin but that's you know that's part of wrestling you guy makes a mistake you take advantage of it and that's what he did so it's good to see him do that you know some kids uh with less experience might not do that but uh, johnny recognized that and that was good to see that uh, that he recognized that and took advantage of the opportunity and got the pin um then moving up to 152 connor breck uh had cole mashman he and that kid's tough uh he wasn't a state medalist last year, but uh, I thought he he was good enough to be. I know he's ranked this year, um, you know. So I was concerned about that match, um, you know, trying to see where Connor's at right now. Um, you know, Connor had a a good year last year, a little up and down here, you know, a few places, but uh, overall a good year. And um, this year. You know, he's still he, last year was at 152. He finished the season at 152, and and this year he's starting there. Um, I think it's a little better fit for his his size than last year. Last year he was a little bit undersized. In fact, I think he was down to about 146, 40, 145 last year wrestling 52 uh, by the end of the season. So he's a little undersized this year. He's up. So um, excited to see where what he can do this year. Um, but he starts off with a real tough match. and I thought he battled him pretty well um, for a guy who's, I mean, the matchmen's he is ranked this year, and I really think that he's going to get a state medal this year. And and Connor's not that far behind. Um, he d- does need to get a little bit of offense on his feet going, and something we'll, we'll have to focus with him on this uh, these next few months, couple months to, to get him ready. Uh, for the end of the season um so uh, overall i thought a good match um I, we still would like to win it but uh um wrestling somebody tough like that uh usually is the first step to uh to growing into state medalist contender um then we go to 160 uh, uh blaine bamer uh had another one of their quality wrestlers that uh um I believe, let's see, he's ranked also in some polls. I believe he's sixth in the NSWCA poll. Uh, he's seven at in the any wrestle poll, too. Yeah, so he's he's right there with all the Raiders as far as uh, um, whether he's that co is going to be a state medalist or not. And he's right on the right on the cusp. So some have him rated, some don't, but they all have him close, if not. So very good uh, test for Blaine to see where he, he's at, and I was really happy with how he was wrestling for most of the match, <laughs> except <laughs> the right at the end there. But uh, uh, 
you know, Blaine did tie. He actually took the lead, and and uh, um, and then Co got an escape, and and I, I was feeling pretty good about it. I I thought that uh, you know Blaine had taken him down earlier in the match, and and that uh, I thought Blaine was better on his feet was gonna was going to get the takedown if he didn't get it in regulation he'd he'd get it in overtime at least at some point uh, so i i liked where we're at but uh um you know the, the his opponent came after him with some sort of digging for uh, underhooks and by locks and and end up throwing blaine and, and getting a pin and uh not only the loss but uh giving up bonus points really hurt us uh team wise and 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 just something that uh you know and blaine knows it and and uh you know and it's it didn't you know no single person lost the duel for us here there's there's plenty of of that to go around uh but uh you know that but uh that's something that probably helped blaine down the road that uh he'll understand that yeah you know recognize that hey i can't get in this situation uh so um you know, and I know Blaine knows about it and probably feels bad about it, but uh, 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 it's part of growing and learning. Blaine's just a sophomore, um, and, and there he's competitive with a, a guy that's ranked. So hopefully that gives Blaine a lot of confidence that he can he can wrestle with anybody in the state. And and uh, I'm really pleased with how far he's came from last year. Um, you know, last year he started out a little bit of varsity and, and, and struggled a lot. Um I believe it had more to do with confidence than anything or, you know, nerves being a freshman. Um, and uh, he's put a lot of time in the off season, and, and it looks like it's showing. And so hopefully that should give him confidence. Uh, the more confidence he gets, the better he is, he's going to be because he's, he's got some talent. He's got some good things, and, and uh, uh, he just has to have the confidence to execute it. And, and uh, so I hope that does give him confidence there. Um, and just don't make the little mental mistake at the end. But um, and then uh, 170, Joe Wells goes against another one of their tough opponent, tough wrestlers. Um, you know, I know that guy's getting a lot of rating consideration. Um, he's rated number four in at least one of them. Yep, he's uh, you know he's right up there. So uh, tough match for Joe. Um, you know, and and I thought Joe looked. Uh, you know, a lot better at the Bennington Invite. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, hoping for good things for him this year. Uh, just a tough match to have uh, this soon or off this break here. But um, Joe ended up losing that match. Um, and then uh, going up to Hunter Thompson, 182, uh, another one of their studs again. <laughs> over and over and over, Deegan Nelson's rated like four or between four and six on, in the polls. Yes, he, he, that kid's tough. That kid's really good. Um, yeah, I thought Hunter was in the match for quite a while, and, and then uh, things got a little bit out of hand. First two periods, he was right there. I mean, he was down 4-0 to start the third and then kind of got in – a situation and popped on his back and yeah and, and hunter's one of those that uh um we gotta get some offense going you know he's he's tough to score on uh he'll keep everything close but we gotta gotta find a way to to get some scores himself and if he can do that he'll really turn the corner and, and i think he'll be a state medalist contender uh you know immediately once he finds some kind of offense and so that's something we really gotta to 
to find for him. Um, you know, and really there's there's several guys that are just just about ready to turn that corner, and and, and Hunter, Hunter's one of those. Um, and then 195 with uh, Luke McDonald and uh, Brock Osterdyke uh, from Beatrice. Um, decent wrestler, but uh, uh, not in Luke's league. And Luke really controlled that match the whole way and and uh, and got the pin. And um, you know, I know one thing they were doing there uh, in cases like Luke, uh, where they knew they were overmatched. And, and what they should do, and we preached the same thing, was uh, do everything you can not to get pinned. So uh, sometimes in duels, you'll see guys that uh, you'd expect to get a quick pin. You know they're blocking off and all kinds of things, and it takes a while to get the pin. And and uh, Luke got it done in the second period, but uh, um, you know, and uh, still had to battle a little bit to get there. But uh, uh, really, he controlled the whole match all the way. Um, and then going on to two twenty, um, you know, Aiden Devaney uh, went out there and wrestled, and and really it was a it was a uh, a brawl back and forth a lot of scoring going on um you know that beatrice kid got got the first takedown and and some near fall and i was worried that he was gonna get the pin and it'd be over with but uh really proud of aiden for getting off his back and and battling and actually started battling got back into it uh you know and had some chances in the end to to get the win and got a little out of position uh in the third period and and uh aiden had been out uh quite a bit being sick and stuff he was actually sick in the fall uh that put him behind and he's 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 been trying to get over that even early in the season and and uh missed a lot of time for an illness that you know when we went through two days that kind of set him back a little bit because he probably wasn't quite 100 percent when we got back uh, when we started wrestling and and that probably set him back a little bit, but I, I think he's healthy now, and and uh, just got to get him in shape. But uh, I think he kind of ran out of gas there at the end, and unfortunately, a close match again that uh, could have went either way. We end up getting pinned, and um, you know, and those are those are things that um, you know we we can't do in in tight duels. Um, can't give up pins when we're when we may lose by decision, and. Um, you know that's that's like in football in state championship game getting a pick six i mean those are huge turnarounds there that that are hard to overcome um especially when you have a lose a duel by six points uh turn a pin and you know a close match if you get pinned um you know where if you maybe you get a win that's a nine point swing obviously that changes the duel and and i'm not saying that that it's any like I said, it's not any one person's fault. There's multiple places. I think Craig, you had said something like 24 points. You thought we left out there or potentially team points. Yeah, I think it was. I it was somewhere above 20, 21, 24, somewhere in there. I think we had that we were within, you know, a real close match or being in the lead or down by just a little bit, and all of a sudden caught on our backs and pinned or. You know, winning or potentially getting a chance to win, and I mean, we when you're about to to get the win, even if it's a close match, and then all of a sudden you get pinned, that's that's a nine point difference right there. You go from gaining three to losing six, and that's that's quite a few points. 
And I think there were a couple of those we were real close on and then got caught or we were down by a little bit. Maybe we were going to get decisioned and then get pinned. There's, you know, another, that's like going from a decision to getting pinned late in the match is, is like a whole nother win for the team that gets that pin. So it, you know, we, we talked about those, those little things about, you know, making sure, um, you know, either not giving up bonus points when it's close or, you know, if you're getting bone about to get, give up bonus points, how to battle back. It's, you know, it, it's worth it to, to the team for you to lose by seven instead of eight, those sort of things. Or if you're, you know, up by seven, trying to get that eighth, ninth point so you can get, get the extra bonus. So, yeah, I think I, I didn't analyze it real close, but it just thinking real quick. Yeah, it seems like we left a good solid 20 points that we could have flipped. Yeah, and you know, um you know, I, and I could see that looking through it when you first said that I was like, "Huh, that's crazy." But, you know, and looking at it closer, yeah, there's there's some cases in there where we could have got wins and ended up getting pinned. Um some close matches, but uh, again, it's it's not one person's fault. I don't want, you know, any one person to to think it's their fault it's it's there's multiple people involved in that and and uh you know and again you know bad excuse but uh um you know they had 10 duels and we had zero and and some of those things work out through as you go and and the, especially the younger kids they they kind of start figuring that stuff out and um so maybe late in the season we turn this uh into something different you know good examples last year when we wrestled beatrice i think it was like a and we, we won, but it was a closer duel, probably eight or nine points, I think it was. You know, one match could flip this uh, the result. But, uh, uh, you know, later in the season as we uh, got more matches and, and some of our guys started understanding things, and plus we did some, we did some shifting around then uh, where we had better matchups, I thought, and we, we smoked them at the, at the freight because we beat them by about uh, – uh, 20 plus points then so um you know a lot has to do with just uh you know getting that experience too uh that might have set us back a little bit but again nobody's gonna feel sorry for us we can't we can't rely on that we can't sulk about what's happened in the past um uh, we we got to work forward and, and overcome that stuff and that's kind of what we're preaching in the room and and uh we'll continue to do that because Nobody's going to feel sorry for you sitting out. And you know what? Other teams may have the same thing down the road. Um, I know of other teams who uh, have not, you know, have canceled duels or not gone to tournaments or tournaments have canceled. So, I mean, we're not the only one that's had these these issues. Um, I've even seen some teams with half a team wrestling, um, you know, half the starters wrestling and the rest are backups because they probably have kids on quarantine or whatever. So, we're not the only one in this boat, uh, so we can't sulk about it, and nobody's going to care anyway. So, um, I guess moving on uh, uh, to Jake Steyer. Uh, Jake did a real nice job. Um, took his opponent down, turned him and pinned him, and uh, you know Jake's looking a lot better this year, I, I think. And um, you know, talking to Coach Lenhart in practice because you know, Coach Lenhart's mainly our big guys coach. So I, I. I uh, a lot of times I'll tr- I'll sign groups to uh, different coaches and and uh, kind of let you guys go at it because you know so I could focus on some others because I trust you guys real well and I t- 
trust Coach Lenhart tremendously with the big guys. He's excellent with them, and <clears throat> and uh, he says a lot of good things about Jake. He's he's uh, he's come a long ways, and and still ha- is and still I think will uh, continue to improve throughout the season. So I, I liked what he did in these mat this match. You know. It, you know, the, he he did a nice job getting the takedown and the pin, and and so it's good to see some offense going there and and uh, um, uh, getting the pin for us and keeping us in the the duel. Um, then we come around to the little guys, and um, unfortunately, Caden didn't have a match. Uh, they have a decent opponent in there. Uh, it would have been a good test for Caden where he's at. Um, uh, and I got an opportunity to, to work with Caden or go over some film from the Bainton invite on some techniques that he had. I think he could uh, it won that match that he got beat in and, and some things I like to see him uh, you know, improve on and, and fix. And I think he's going to be real tough, um, but he's got to fix these things first. And, and the only way is to get some matches to to uh, live matches. I mean, we could, we could practice all we want and, you know, and, and, while uh it while you're in practice you may do the stuff right but when you get into a real match um even though you think in practice you're going hard you you know you rarely see guys give everything they got uh it's just a different intensity level um you know like see they they think they're going hard but you you can see it when wrestle offs there's a different level oh yeah and a lot has to do they're both are trying to win and and whereas in practice yeah you're trying to wrestle hard but um if you get taken down and and we wish they wouldn't do this but we wish they'd fight more for their, their stuff but uh uh but anyhow you, you see more uh you, you when you get to competition you start falling back on your habits well and the other thing with caden is he's got such a, a tough set of partners in his pod that he may not get those you know that same I don't know, scramble situations. He gets into them a lot with those guys, but, I mean, when you're going against as tough of a, a room as, as he's got, um, you don't see some of those things that might show up in matches because those situations just don't arise where they're 50-50 as much. So, so yeah, and so it'll be uh, – uh, I want to. I was hoping to see him uh, – get some more matches and see how he's progressed in those areas that we discussed and, and he'll get those opportunities later. But, um, you know, that did help us get 16 points though. Um, although I thought that, uh, even though he had a quality opponent, I thought, uh, Caden would get some bonus points for us there. Um, you know, I thought an outside chance at a pin, but, uh, I definitely thought there'd be bonus points. So uh, it's not like it changed the duel tremendously in our favor or anything like that. It, it just, uh, um, you know, didn't give Caden a match. Uh, so uh, next, uh, Kale, Kale went out and, uh, um, you know, did his business, took care of his guy, had a guy that had some weird shoulders and very f- flexible. I know he got a little bit frustrated because he couldn't pin the guy the first period, but uh, um, he did what he needed to do the next next time he had the opportunity and got it nice and tight. And uh, with an arm bar in half, and, and and if you got a guy that's really flexible shoulders, that's probably the best way to go because that gets there's gets real tight and there's not much they can do about it. So nice job on Kale on on getting a pin and and then really getting us uh, within striking distance. Now we're 
now we're within six points and in two matches left and and uh so we 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 had an opportunity to win this duel um so next we had Connor Ratonia come up um you know and and uh, this is one of the matches going in i felt was a toss up match uh you know Connor's really worked hard in the off season he's got some really good things going on uh uh you know again in practice is one thing he's you know he, he's drilling the technique right he's he's uh you know he, he's really coming along like i said uh he, he just needs that mat uh the live experience for those things he's worked on all fall and 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 part of the summer to uh to get that timing just right in in live competition and and uh um a couple little things he would have finished that match would have won the match um and if he won the match we end up tying in the duel and and uh um you know and and uh at that point if we had tied the duel i i went through it and we would have had uh tiebreaker criteria and would have won the duel well that kid was really I mean, connor got in on a number of shots that that kid was just really good at at his almost like a scramble defense it wasn't really scramble but uh, you know hanging on tight and just barely not getting taken down and we just got to work on some of the stuff we've you know we work on we just got to clean up a little bit more and, and be able to finish it on those guys that are really good at, at hanging on so I think he was probably in on a leg and not able to get a takedown for like half the match. It felt like right, and uh, and uh, you know there's little things in that tech. He was doing, he was trying to do the technique. I could see it. He was mm-hmm. doing what he's taught. Uh, there's just some minor adjustments that he. I think he would have got the takedown. Yep. Uh, and those are things that, yeah, in practice you get because your partner, you know, when you're drilling with them, uh, they're supposed to go live, but uh, uh, or you know, and most they're supposed to not go live, but uh, they're supposed to make you earn it and do it right. Uh, you know, and, and high school kids have a lot of trouble with what level you should be drilling at, and um, but uh, and even then, sometimes they kind of give it to you, and so you, you until you get in a live competition and you 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 you're off slightly against someone good, and that that Beatrice kid is pretty good. He was a state qualifier last year, and and. Uh, um, you know, in, in in most years he would be a state medalist contender, and and even this year he's he's getting consideration. I, don't, I didn't see him in any, in any of the rankings, but I know he's getting he's he's being getting some considerations for uh, rankings, and um, you know, and and Connor really had an opportunity to win that match, and again, it's not his fault uh, necessarily. It's it's I mean, Connor's uh, in, in my book still a brand new wrestler. Uh, he had a whole year of experience last year and, and one year of middle school. Um, until you have two years of high school experience, in my opinion, you're still an inexperienced wrestler. And, but uh, he, he's one of those guys that I, I think can really take off, but we need the mat time. We need the competition. And, and, and that match would be great for Connor, I think, because uh, now we can uh, make those slight adjustments that uh, – he needed to do and, and he wins that match down the road and and uh um you know and as important as this duel was uh, there's more thing important things down the road you know if it's for a state medal hopefully now by then he 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 has learned those things adjustments and and makes those and 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 i know connor he's 
he works hard. He really wants to learn. He's very coachable. Uh, he'll get those fixed. Um, so, uh, you know, I was still real pleased with with his match um, overall. Um, would have liked to got the win, but, um, you know, honestly, I, going into the match, I didn't expect him to uh, on my predictions, but uh, I was pleased how close he was and that he could have won. So uh, I'm glad because he's he's at least as far maybe further along than i expected at this point so um nothing he should hang his head on in fact he should be uh gain some confidence from that that know that hey you know a couple little adjustments i'm gonna be right in i'm gonna be beating those guys and that's that's where he's at right now and i can see him showing lots of improvements before the end of the season uh then we finish up with with braxton um braxton peacher uh you know he uh, quality opponent, um, you know, maybe not as as tough as some of those state medalists, but uh, still a, a decent opponent there. Um, you know, and Braxton is, uh, you know, I really like Braxton's attitude and practice. He works hard. He listens. He's coachable. Uh, wants to learn more, and and uh, um, you know, with those kind of, and 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 he like I says he works hard, and all that put together is is going to mean that he's going to continue to improve and you know he's got he's a guy that has, has had experience over the years you know uh you know several years of wrestling um but i see still see a lot of things that uh, um where he can grow continue growing and and uh you know and with with that kind of uh, coachability and that work ethic um he's really gonna uh, continue to improve i think throughout the season so um i saw something there uh, you know i one more turn, he gets a gets a major decision, and um, you know I, that didn't cha- that wouldn't have changed the duel results. But uh, um, you never know; it might have uh, if, if we had some different results in different places, it might have made a difference. But uh, when he uh, had that double armbar at the end of the second period, that it was locked up, and boy, if he just had a little bit more time and could have ran, you know worked it over, yeah, we got it. And that would have been tight, and maybe a pin. Again, not necessarily win it. You wouldn't have won the duel, but yeah. And then the thing I see, you know, I saw some stuff where he could have done made adjustments with positions he was in that he was struggling with getting a turn. And you know, again, like kind of like Connor's situation, a couple of minor adjustments, and I think he does get the turn. And those are things we'll work on and help him to continue to improve. And and uh, you know, I just you know just. Uh, think he's got a bright future on our team um try to get him uh be nice to get him up to a state medalist level this year but uh i mean obviously that's our goal we need as many state medalists as we can to to win the state championship as a team um since there's no dual championships uh, unfortunately because i think we'd be right in that one uh so anyhow, I, overall, um, when I looked at the duel, I guess as I, I do, I analyze the duels ahead of time and and try figuring out weaknesses, and I pretty much kind of predict out where they're going to be, so I know where I, we can make adjustments. Uh, Beatrice scored thirty nine points, and I, I actually had them winning thirty nine twenty seven, to be honest. So um, we we did better than I predicted, I guess. Um, but after the duel, I felt that we left way too many points out there and we should have won it. Um, and so some positive and negative about the, the, 
the the negative is you know we we made enough mental mistakes to to lose matches or lose uh by more than we should um you know that could have changed the duel uh but uh, the positive is uh i thought their efforts were all great and and that's the first step is if they're given the effort um as long as they're coachable they'll get better and and i think that's what'll happen uh that's you know all the situations that i'm aware of i i do believe every one of those are going to work to get better um you know so i was pleased in 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 that respect i guess that uh, um you know we we were very competitive and, and really should have won the duel even though um you know we hadn't had a duel yet and, and they've had a bunch of experience so um a lot of positives you can take it out of that as long as we fix our, our other stuff and and uh, so kind of excited to get back at it after christmas break and and uh make some more adjustments and go into the badger duels and and uh uh see where we're at then and that's you know we'll get a lot of matches there we should get five duels there and and uh, uh get back on track for the rest of the season so unless you have anything else that kind of wraps up the the duel um no uh, for that's, us that's about all i think on the duel I guess we uh, can jump into to next week. Um, with the holiday, we typically you know have morning practices with guys. They like to to get their morning practice in, and then have feel like they have more of the day and the you know the whole afternoon and evening to do what they want to do. So uh, Monday, you know, it's ten to twelve thirty. Tuesday, it's nine thirty to about noon. Wednesday, same thing, nine thirty to about noon, and then Thursday. 10 to 12 30 and and friday we'll get kind of more of our normal practice time starting at 3 30 till about 5 30 so that we can just roll from practice right into to setting up for the badger duels i don't know if there's anything you want to add as far as that well just a little comments on why the times are all mm -hmm. kind of out of whack you know they're not all consistent because i usually like to keep them consistent so 9 30 you remember 9 30 everybody goes you know every day and so you don't mess up but uh, uh we had to uh, make adjustments um you know this year with the the covid stuff and everything they're they're asking us um uh, and the basketball teams to to not practice at the same time and they're giving us different time ranges and um and then also something with the cleaning schedule there and so uh that's why there's some changes in there and adjustments and um you know the times are a little bit off but but yes, Friday we do go later, uh, so that uh, um, we can set up late and and you know we can't go earlier because basketball is going early and we we wouldn't uh, be able to set up. But we'd have to practice then come back later and set up. So I figured uh, afternoon. Plus, it's also further weight control. It's usually better before competition. I feel that we get a practice in. They have just a short evening where you know they you know get a little bit to eat and they go to bed or something so they're not thinking about it all day long that refrigerator's not calling them <laughs> all day long to make weight and so a little easier to make weight for them and and everything so uh, that's kind of what we got going on there I and again like you said like i said we can we'll go right from practice then right into setting up so we can have them all home at a reasonable time I think this year is the first time in the last two, three years where we can actually set up everything 
we don't have a was it winter formal we always had to compete with or, basketball or, game or basketball game last couple of years yeah just how it worked out i'm not sure why but uh um but obviously this year that's a holiday so that normally um they they well there is no competition on on january 1st for anybody and so uh we do a practice and and uh, they practice like the basketball practices early so that we can get things set up yeah so speaking of badger duels um it's gonna be no fans again, um, with everything COVID wise and needing team bleach you know, using the bleachers for the team benches. Um, so be streaming on Bennington T V, um, as all our home stuff will be. And then um parents can also I, I wanted to put this out there, I guess I could have put it in the question stuff, but um if anybody wants to see the archives afterward, you just have to email TV dot Bennington and Gmail, or if you go to, if you can't remember that, if you go to the Bennington TV and go to the events list, it says that you know where that email is to see the archives. Um, so you just got to email, and we'll share that directly to any parents that want to watch a match they might have missed or or watch it again. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, but yeah, we need some table work, some table workers, mat workers. So I think we said about 15, we need about 15 workers for it. So maybe say parents be on the lookout for a sign up. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get that out here by the weekend. Um, and we finally got the email yesterday because uh, there was some consideration about using the middle school and splitting it. And, um, you know, with that, that would have, instead of five duels getting, we'd only got four duels and. Um, you know, there's a lot of considerations there, um, but it, it really came down to the administration's decision on what what works best um, overall. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, and, I, and to be honest, I was kind of on the fence either way. You know, I um, if we went to uh, two facilities, there was a chance we could get parents in, uh, or fans in. Um, a chance, not necessarily guaranteed. I, I'm not so sure that we'd have been able to do that either. Anyway, uh, but that was a better chance. So I was, so splitting. I was kind of hoping we can get parents in to watch, um, but we'd lose a duel. Uh, and like you said, we we really need the duels too. So I was really on the fence on that. So we'll let the administration make that decision. Uh, I think they were more comfortable with going with the one uh, facility and and uh, uh, we're still working on some of the details on that too uh, but the main thing is we're uh, we did get the email yesterday that the decision was made to stay in one building no fans um, so I need to put together uh, the workers list and get that out and email and everything and um, you know I, I plan to get that done by the weekend uh, early weekend if not before uh, don't have a lot of time today, but uh, maybe tomorrow I'll have a little bit of time to, to do it. Um, so uh, that'll come soon. Um, have everybody sign up for whatever. To, I'll, I'll open up to the parents first so that, uh, uh, you know, you can get, uh, um, if you want to work, uh, you know, and, and uh, uh, be able to be in the building at least and hopefully see your son wrestle. Um, 
you know, that'd be great. Uh, if not, uh, like Craig says, on Bennington TV, um, we don't have concessions for this one. Uh, the soccer club has a concession, so the concession uh, uh, won't be available for workers. It's just going to be um, the table help and, and the floor help um, is what we'll, we'll need. Uh, and, and that'll all go out in email to explain all that and what we need. Um, so look for that, I guess, coming up. Um, you know, like again, we're pretty excited to get back at it. Um, oh, one thing I jump right back to the, the practice schedule, something I, I was thinking of and last night um, watching the weather. Uh, it's looking like possibly Tuesday or Wednesday or both days. Uh, there's a snow event coming in that um, could affect practice. So, um, you know, I, I will be able to, it looks like the weather will be fine for Monday, and I'll talk to the kids too to be watching for that. Uh, we're communicating through their emails this year. Um, you know, they, the school doesn't want us to use Remind anymore. There's all kinds of different things going on with that. Uh, uh, but uh, email or, or school messengers, how we communicate, and school messenger is a nightmare to set up and, and to get it completely set up. Uh, so we, we went to email. Um, so have the kids watch and listen, watch for that. And I'll also email parents through your emails. So be aware of that. If snow comes around, uh, what we'll be doing is, uh, first of all, sometimes if the weather clears up by a certain time, the school lets us in for a, a brief practice. So gotta listen for, watch for that. Um, uh, and if not, um, the plans are right now is we got this Google uh, Classroom set up that uh, we'll do that again at the same time. So let's say uh, we get hit and Wednesday we're uh, practice is canceled. Um, 9.30 a.m., we're going to be uh, on the Google Classroom, and everybody's required to be there just like if it was a regular practice. So so practice won't be canceled. It won't be canceled. It will j possibly just be in a different facility or at multiple facilities. <laughs> right. And so, uh, um, you know, and, and it's like I said, it's required just like anything else. So make sure uh, they don't think they can sleep in or go out uh, sledding or whatever they can do that after we're done uh but uh, uh practice will will go on no matter what it's just a matter of where <laughs> yep and depending on when the snow happens you know if wednesday morning they get up a little early scoops the sidewalks and the driveway as a nice warm-up and then roll right into practice actually that's a good a calorie burner mm -hmm. uh, shovel and snow. So I got a big driveway if anybody wants to burn some more calories too. Same here. So. I got a nice big driveway. <laughs> if, if people need to burn some calories, they can come get mine. I won't be mad. But uh, nice thing, kids could get out if, you know, in those cases, like I said, even after practice, before whatever, get out and shovel a driveway. And, and if you got uh, someone in a neighborhood that, that could use some help, an elderly person maybe or someone that – has to work and can't get it done right away, maybe they go out and, and do a nice thing and help somebody else out. And that might be a, actually a good gesture for everyone to make that a point that, uh, um, you know, if they're shoveling a driveway, they shovel somebody else's too, just to, just to be nice. So anyway, look for that in case weather comes. Uh, 
look for that information too next week. But uh, now as far as the duel, uh, Badger duels, uh, the teams are very similar to last year. Um, we did lose one team. I'm trying to think, remember who it was. Um, oh, it was Ashland Greenwood. We lost them uh, and picked up Omaha Bryan. So uh, Ashland Greenwood had some always had quality individuals, but as a dual team, they they had you know some opens and so. Uh, picking up Omaha Bryan, they're they're kind of one of those Class A teams on the rise, and and uh, you know they'll fill out their entire weight, all their weight classes, or, or at least very close if they don't. Um, and they'll have some quality individuals, individuals too. So that's a good pickup for us. Um, we got Bellevue East there; they're traditionally always good. Um, yeah, I know they've had some issues with uh, kids quarantining, so. Uh, maybe they'll by then they'll be all healthy and everybody back and when they are they're they're a solid team uh crete is back again um we got elkhorn south coming uh they're they're a solid team um you know they end up winning a, a tournament or two after our invite uh and, and i know the ralston invitational they won that one and that not sure they might have won something else a dual tournament but uh you know they're a good team that uh, we got to be aware of that if we don't wrestle well that uh, they can challenge us um fairberry fairberry is always i always feel they're always a well-coached team um you know but like uh most of those rural teams are uh you know a smaller class b uh you know or big class a sometimes you have ups and downs in in the uh um, you know, the kids come through, and we've been there before, too. Um, they're probably uh, not where they, where they had been in the past, but they're still, you know, again, always a well-coached team you got to watch out for. Uh, Gretna is always pretty solid. Um, you know, they're not what they were a couple years ago, but uh, they still got some athletes, and, and uh, um, they got an old Bennington grad that's uh, coaching there. So, uh you may see some familiar things there. Uh, Lincoln East is back again. Um, you know, great test for us. Uh, they're number six in Class A, so a quality team there, and they won it last year, and um, so they'll be a challenge. Um, Omaha Bryan, like I mentioned already. Uh, then we got Ralston, who's uh, uh, ranked number seven in Class B. Um, you know they're going to be a tough team, and they're actually uh, they're number they're tied for I think they're tied for second with us as far as returning state points, um, you know from the state tournament. So uh, you know they're they're going to be a tough team. Some good individuals in there too, um, and then the last team is Wahoo, and uh, uh, Wahoo's uh, they got some good solid kids too in there. Uh, some individuals are real good, um, you know, so, um, you know, it be a, a good dual tournament for us. We won't see everybody. Obviously, we how it works is uh, we put uh, uh, we split the teams based off of some seeding criteria we, we have uh, into two different pools. Um, and and so that we try separating the number one, the number two team teams and and three and four and on down the line kind of like your seating and uh so that uh you have even pools as as much as possible um 
and then you'll wrestle everybody in your pool. Uh, and uh, so that'll give you four duels, and then we do a cross pool match for the 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 champion on one and pool A will wrestle the champion in pool B, second and a and second and B on down the line uh, for the placement. And so it also gives a, an ending to the tournament. It, it determines a champion. Plus it also uh, is real good. It, it pretty much puts teams that are fairly equal. You know, the best teams against the best teams for the final match. And, and some of the teams are a little down. Uh, they have an opportunity to wrestle someone similar to them and, and is a good way to finish. So uh, we'll end up with five duels. Um, so uh looking forward to that and and opportunity to get five matches in in a day and and uh continue developing our our team so um i don't know anything else you got on the duels i guess any thoughts craig mm, i don't think so i think that's that's everything on the duels um <clears throat> i wanted to go into a, a question we did get uh, although it was like two or three weeks ago now, but I uh, wanted to talk about on the podcast a question about how kind of how track wrestling works with the high school season. Um, it is uh, required for all events to put their events into track wrestling, all the results in a track wrestling um, for varsity. Uh, most of them, if not all of them, run them live. There's a few here and there that put in the results after the fact. Um but pretty much all of them enter them in, either entering the bout sheets or a lot of them just run it live on the computers nowadays. Um, but it is not required for the JV. Um, but usually most teams still put the results in or run the tournament or their quad or that stuff on track wrestling. But I know um, there was some confusion, I think, at the the Fremont JV uh, that first Week. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. This question came up about uh, Fremont JV. They, um, unfortunately, they um, had some issues uh, with running their their event, and so uh, I don't. They didn't put it on initially, and I'm not sure how what what they end up doing. Or some of the results don't look right. Um, unfortunately, and and we were expecting them to be on track wrestling because. We had it when on track when we hosted an event, and Elkhorn South did when Elkhorn South hosted the event, and and they had it set up um, to run um, because I got the invite from them uh, that it was set up and ready to go, and so uh, we didn't have a statistician ourselves to uh, you know with the JVs sometimes we you know the, it's hard to get our statisticians to to some of these events all these events and and so. With the JV, when we know that there's a, uh, it's a track wrestling event, then we don't worry about it as much if, if we have problems finding the, the, the help. And and, uh, and even then, sometimes what we did with uh, in the past was even have some of the JV help with keeping the stats so that we, we could enter it later. Well, uh, unfortunately, um, they didn't do the best of jobs. And so uh, for that reason, it wasn't on originally and then – and then we started seeing results pop in there. Um, I think Elkhorn South entered their results. And when they enter their results, uh, that comes over to our side. And, and Fremont entered their results. And, and uh, eventually we got stuff on there. But as far as track wrestling goes, you know, to answer the questions on what those situations, uh, uh, 
technically no one is required to use track wrestling to run their event um but they are required to put all results in so uh, that being said it would make no sense at all to not run track wrestling uh, for example you could do like your flow arena run our tournament uh, but then you'd have to take all those results and manually manually enter those into the track wrestling stat results. And I think there's one tournament that does that, um, but they have they they have good reasons for it. More, they're streaming stuff. But I don't even know if they're having it this year. If Carney's having their dual tournament, I have they yeah I haven't heard. But uh, so so uh, everybody uses track wrestling. Because it makes sense. To, it's just so yeah. much easier because you just run the tournament and it puts everything where it needs to go and you don't have to uh, do anything. Um, don't have to do anything manually. Uh, so in, in the beginning, a lot of the JV events didn't do that, but they've, over time, as people learned how to run the track wrestling, they've, they have entered it, and just about everybody does that now. So hopefully going forward you'll see... Um, everything entered properly um and uh you know if not hopefully we can catch that and we also run into more this is more a issue that it's not on the side that that the fans see but uh, with the stat book side i run into issues with uh people doing duels if, if it's an away duel see how we did it we had a jv duel set up and a varsity duel set up and so you'll see two results there well, some people put the varsity duel and they do exhibition matches, they are called. And so the, the, you have the varsity results there, and then it continues on with exhibition that are, or that are not scored. Um, according to the NSA, that is not the proper way to enter it. So, uh, and, and what that does is that creates more problems for me on my side with stats because those stats don't go into our book or our stat program like they should uh, and take some manipulation on my side but uh i guess as far as fans go you still see it it's just uh it looks weird when you see a, a duel going and a varsity duel and then all of a sudden you see exhibition 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 um and then zero 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 for scores and team scores and stuff like that but uh, um so but uh hopefully that answered all the questions uh, you know that one person had i think we did answer that and even more and we actually probably answered it through email but yep but I figure we put it out there for anyone else that wants to know what's going on with track wrestling. If you see, especially the JV in that case, that that was kind of peculiar, and uh, um, you know, and and I don't know what happened there, but uh, they did. Like I said, they they did have it set up, but sometimes things happen, and and uh, things don't go the way you want. And we try real hard to make sure that we're we got backups in place and 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 stuff like that that if something goes wrong one place we can uh you know at, at the event and cover it and so uh, but sometimes like now with covid it, everybody's trying to run a skeleton crews well you run a skeleton crew and a key person gets knocked out and all of a sudden you're in a lot of trouble and um or even not not even key person sometimes you you know, if you lose a table worker, all of a sudden you're in trouble because you didn't have backups. You know, and so uh, in the past we always try keeping backups of, of people, and uh, you know, so that if something happens, we're you know, we're covered. But we're also asked to run skeleton crews, so we were lucky to maintain invite. Everybody showed up and didn't have problems, and 
and knock Joshy, on wood. Joshy made it just in time. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood that uh, we don't have any problems here coming up the Badger Duels because we'll be pretty much on a, uh, a skeleton crew again just because we're, we're not allowed to bring in extra people just to to pad and prevent from issues like like what happened in Fremont. But um, any other questions you get coming up that people asked? No, I think that's it. I like I said I could have put you know answered talked about the streaming piece in this too but we we kind of addressed it with the badger duels again when, when we go away to duels and other tournaments um a lot of them are streaming now but so we'll try to get that information out there otherwise if they're not we'll try to stream it ourselves but again who knows you know and you go somewhere you don't know what wi-fi you can get you don't know what cell service you might get to try to tag along or tag on to so you know it's no guarantee on those but our home stuff bennington's got you know did an up network upgrade i want to say five or six years ago so it's really good there and we have some special stuff set up so we can stream all of our home stuff so even though not everybody can be there anymore or this year you can still watch it so and and just I guess to to reiterate on that, you can either go to Bennington.tv on your computer, or you can search YouTube for Bennington TV. So if you want to watch it on your big screen and you got a smart device or an Apple TV or Roku or something like that, and YouTube on it, you can put it up on the big screen and and watch it there too. So. Well, you can sit back on your comfy couch or mm -hmm. comfy chair or roll Get some popcorn lean back out. popcorn and 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 a beverage. Of your choice yep. and and have a good old time and you know just make sure you're socially distancing and all those kinds of things <laughs> and and have the right people with you so those kinds of things and and uh enjoy the tournament in comfort i guess yeah you know, well, i mean although i'd rather with... be there i suppose but uh and most you most you would but uh that's the way it is nowadays and and uh <laughs> or someone could you know talk to the owners of the warehouse about getting social up on the distance, Craig. I know. Remember, farther um, at their own tables, careful, far, farther apart with masks. Yes, there All you right. go. Keep away, but still watch it. I know, I agree. With masks, yeah, <laughs> we Stay don't need any other issues. Yeah, so, um, but if anybody, you know, I'm sure Craig will say this, but if you, anybody has any questions. Feel free to ask us, just like that track wrestling question that came up. We'll be glad to explain it. Sometimes it's much easier explaining, uh, you know, by talking about it than it is through email. And and so feel free to ask any questions, and we'll, we'll put it out there for you. Oh, I like that you. one. We might give the, the, e the email answer and then the dive into the nitty-gritty on this. So, yep. I guess... Anything else you got? Uh, nope, yeah. I, we covered a lot for. Uh, we spent a lot of time for one duel. <laughs> one duel. Thought it might be short, but we kind of had a feeling that we can. Yeah, there's other things to that needed to be explained too. Yep. But so. All righty. Well, tune in next week. We'll recap the Badger duels, and then we'll have a preview of Lincoln Southeast and Millard South Triangular, plus the EMC duels. So we're going to get a bunch of duels in in the next week, just over a week's time. And then uh, we'll have – actually, EMC duels are on a Friday. So within a week, we'll have 
quite a few duels. And then uh, the Waverly JV tournament is on that Saturday. So we'll preview all that stuff next week. Uh, Till then, see ya.